know what it is, what it do. Welcome to the Homies Podcast, bro. I'm your host, Ellis, man, and we back again, man. We ain't letting this bitch-ass coronavirus and man stopping this, this fire, man, this ghetto news, because we got to report it to you, bro. This week, man, I'm doing shit solo, dolo this week, man, but, uh, you know, I didn't, I, I, I know y'all, man, I know I am, man. We just tired of this goddamn coronavirus shit. I'm ready for this shit to go away. The homie over here, he all fucking, he all masked up and shit. This nigga ready for it to go away. He got to go all over town for diapers and shit. Y'all niggas is wildin', bro. So, I just then we we talked about that last episode and shit. We gonna touch on a little bit of shit of that a little bit later. But I just wanted to talk to y'all about some uh, some other shit that's going on in the world. Because there's a lot of other shit going on outside this goddamn coronavirus shit. So... I don't know about y'all, but I've been sad as fuck since sports has been off, like, depressed, because I have nothing to watch, nothing, that's a lot of my content that I like to bring y'all, I like to talk sports and, you know, basketball and football and all that shit, so, being that, um, sports are fucking canceled, there's still some shit going on in the sports world, so as of lately, uh, the NFL, there's been a lot of big-ass trades and shit going down and a lot of shit going on, so... I just wanted to talk on the different type of trades and what I think and how I think they're going to work out and shit. So, the, of course, the biggest one is fucking Tom Brady going to goddamn the Bucks. Now, <laughs> it was funny. The homie off Karen's nigga just shook his head like, God damn, bro. I thought I would never see the day. And I was thinking the same shit. Like, I thought this nigga will retire a Patriot and be a rat. I personally think this nigga Tom about to go to Tampa. He's going to get fucked up because he's not going to have the same old line. You don't have the same system. And it's not going to look good for the end of his career. Now, I also think it's funny the reason why I think Bill Belichick wanted to get this nigga the fuck out of here. Because I think niggas feel like he be just, like, disrespecting his name. Like, y'all niggas don't know I've been coaching the NFL since, like, the 60s, 70s. Like, the best defenses and shit y'all niggas has ever seen. I, I was that. Like, like my nigga Ice Cube said, he's like, I started this gangster shit. This the motherfucking thanks I get. And I feel like niggas be like, Tom, just Tom. He just, and I'm like, bro, he's in a great system. He has a great defense. And people are like, he, you know, he has whack-ass receivers. Niggas had Randy Moss. He's had Gronk. Even niggas like Deion Branch. It's like, yeah, bro, Julian Edelman. Like, yeah, okay, he's not a big-name dude. But the motherfucker got short hands. Wes Welker caught everything. <laughs> Julie Elliman caught everything. So, again, you ain't no big-time dude. You ain't no megastar. You ain't no fucking uh, physical specimen. But, nigga, you catch the fucking ball, you do your goddamn job. And that's really all you need when it comes to football. I don't need no superstar. I need a nigga that can do his job and do it well. So, um, I feel like him being outside of that system is not going to bear well for him. Like, again, I feel like you're going to have to move more, which you're not used to. you have to get outside the pocket because, again, your O-line ain't going to be as good as it was in New England. And also, too, you ain't going to have that monster ass, even though Tampa does have a pretty decent defense. They got niggas on their defense that, that can get after it. But I feel like compared to, um, compared to that team that you were on in New England, like, yeah, like, them niggas were shutting – Shit, for like the first few weeks of this past season, niggas had shutouts like every week. Niggas was clamping shit the fuck up. So again, man, I just don't. Uh, again, I, I understand Tom's the first ballot Hall of Famer. He's dope, but I always felt like through his career, he's 
gotten a little bit more um, nods because I feel like people excuse they or they don't talk about the defense. They don't talk about how many Hall of Famers this nigga's had on his defense. They don't talk about this nigga probably probably having if it'll, you know if you take away from injuries probably the best tight end of all time. Like Gronk's stats is stupid, and the nigga was hurt all the time. Like I can't imagine if you were healthy. Like, and major injuries, too. Like, fucking elbow. The nigga Earl Thomas, when that nigga broke that nigga's whole chest. I was like, God damn. <laughs> like, so, so again, but I just don't see him going down to Tampa and just, like, changing their shit around. And also, too, you're in a different conference, right? That's a different conference. And I feel like before, too, he had the advantage of being in the, I personally feel like it's the easiest conference in football. Like, you got, what, New England? You got Miami? You got, what, the Jets? You got who? The Bills. And is that it? Is that it? I think that's it. In division? Yeah, in a division. It's a weak ass division, bro. Like, so I see why you get first, you know, you get to the playoffs every year. Like, nigga, you ain't playing nobody. <laughs> you beating the shit out of these whack ass teams. It's like, so I uh, I see that and and um and also too. So, like I said, I want y'all to get in my comments. I want y'all, if I'm wrong, y'all think I'm wrong, please tell me how y'all think Tom Brady going to do because I don't think he's going to have a dope season like that. I think the nigga going to fuck around and get hurt because he's going to have to do a lot more than what he's used to. And now you're asking a man to do more than what he's had to do most of his career. And now you're 41 years old trying to do that. Just don't see it, bro. I just, I just don't see it. So, there's other big trades that went down as well. Shout out to my homie Diamond over here, you know, back here on the camera. I know this nigga's happy because they just picked up big time, big play Slay. That nigga Darius Slay. I fuck with him. He's around the Lions. And, of course, I just fuck with DBs because I feel like they have the hardest job in football. Yes, I've said it. Not quarterbacks. No, you do not. <laughs> you guys have the most cerebral. Yes, if you're a great quarterback and, you, you know, they trust you, yeah, man, you got to know the playbook you think. But you think Trent Dilfer? Had to know the playbook as well as Ray Lewis? Probably not. <laughs> Nigga, you two-step dropping, handing the ball off. <laughs> Jamal Lewis or whatever. And let the defense do work, my nigga. So, um, that was a big-time pickup uh, for Philly, man. Big-time pickup, bro. Because they already got a nice-ass defense and they already secondary is nice. They still got Malcolm Jenkins and shit back there, right? They still got him. They still got things that are pretty decent, but I feel like adding him to the to that mix is just going to just turn it up. Because, again, that nigga is a ball hawk. He gets to the ball. He makes plays, and I fuck with him. And the uh, reason I brought him up is because uh, him and uh, Hopkins. Shout out to Hopkins. Shout out to Arizona. Again, I'm not a Cardinals fan. I know Panthers fan, nigga. But shout out to Hopkins for coming to the city. You know the homies podcast is definitely going to be stopping by some of these games this year whenever the fucking season starts back up, <laughs> wherever the fuck that is. And I just wanted to speak on those two particular dudes because I don't I don't know about y'all, but, you know, we played football in college and high school and shit. And I've just noticed that football just has a way different mentality than a lot of other sports. And the mentality of usually you see the dynamic of a white coach talking to, you know, younger black players. And I feel like you can be a little bit more disrespectful in football to players than you can in any other sport. You know what I mean? Like, 
from what I heard with Darius, the reason, one of the main reasons why he left was because um, one of the coordinators that I think actually came from the Patriots. I think he was like the defensive coordinator or something from the Patriots. They started off game film, and I guess he said something about like, hey, man, why are you over here sucking this man's dick or some shit like that? Now, I don't know where y'all niggas is from or where I'm from. You invite a nigga to your dick. You better be able to prepare to kill or be killed or really suck that thing. <laughs> it's like it's only three options. Darren's like, nigga, I don't suck monkeys. And uh, what you just said is disrespectful as fuck. And I beat niggas up for way less. So get me the fuck out of here before I catch a charge. And I just feel like also, too, is like, why do a lot of white coaches feel like it's okay to talk to black players like that? Like, would you talk to Tom Brady like that? Would you talk to Aaron Rodgers like that? Probably fucking not. And also, why are the GM and owners letting these coaches get away with this shit? Like, y'all are their boss. Why don't you check somebody? Now, y'all just lost a big-time player because some fucking defensive coordinator don't know how to fucking talk to grown-ass people. Me, personally, Slay should have beat that nigga up in game film. That's my opinion. But, again, we don't want to promote violence. I don't want this nigga to lose his job and go to jail for beating up some stupid nigga. But anybody, yes, nigga, you should have got your ass whipped for that shit. Same thing with the Hopkins meeting. So this is, again, what I heard from, um, you know, Hall of Fame wide receiver Irvin, uh, um, Michael Irvin from the Cowboys. He said that he had a talk and sit down with uh, DeAndre Hopkins. And he asked him, like, hey, man, like, why are you all of a sudden you leaving? Like, you the last motherfucker on that team that we think would, would get traded. I thought they would trade J.J. Watt before they would trade that nigga. Because it's like, and he was basically saying, like, yeah, I went into the meeting. And I think the first thing he said the coach said to him was, I've never had, the last person I had to talk to like this was Aaron Hernandez. Ugh. I don't know about y'all. That's a good way to start off a conversation with a motherfucker, especially a person that's, like, never been in trouble. Don't get in trouble. You know what I mean? DeAndre Hopkins, y'all ain't never heard no issues of him outside the field, shooting niggas, beating niggas up, no shit like that. So to start off a conversation with a motherfucker that's never had any problems for a motherfucker that committed double murder, <laughs> so it's a pretty big stretch. That would have me also like, what the fuck you mean type shit. And then also he started bringing up his his baby mamas and how that shit is. It's like, bro, what the fuck does that got to do with football? Like, I'm here, I perform, I do my shit, I don't get any off-the-field trouble. You don't need to worry about none of that shit. Like, so, again, another, I don't know if that was the coordinator or head coach. I don't, I don't know who that was. Um, but, again, he felt disrespected, as he should have, and he fucking left. And also, too, just showing that they can flex their power as well. But that's what I never liked about the NFL is that we come to see the players, bro. We don't give a fuck about no coach or no GM or no owner. We don't give a fuck about y'all. We come to see the players. And that's why I like the NBA more than I like the NFL because the NBA, the players control that shit. Ain't no fucking coach talking crazy to LeBron. Ain't no coach talking crazy to Anthony Davis or Kawhi. Like, nigga, you don't get fucking fired out here. Like I said, unless you are pop, shit, I feel like that's the only goddamn coach probably right now in the league where your job is secure. Like, everybody else, hey, you have a couple bad seasons, you can get your ass fired. (laughs) 
everybody else, like, pop, like, his shit. That's why that nigga's the GM and the coach. Like, my shit is pretty locked down over here, bro. But it's like, but also, you never hear Greg Popovich talking disrespectful or saying no crazy shit to any of his players. <laughs> like, yeah, he cusses people out, like, every other, you know, high intense moments to tell you just something. Hey, man, get your fucking head in the game. What are you doing? Blah, 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 I'm a bitch. That's normal talk. But when you start getting personal with motherfuckers and talking about their family and other shit and talking about sucking, okay, now you get in, in the disrespectful lane and you might get fucking slapped. So y'all need to chill the fuck out. So for all you owners and GMs and coaches out there that think it's cool to talk to niggas like that, one of y'all niggas will get beat the fuck up one day because <laughs> y'all talking to niggas that play a violent sport and they obviously are with all that smoke. So again, y'all better watch that shit, bro. So... That was uh, two big things I wanted to talk about, like I said. And also, again, being that I'm a Carolina fan, bruh, we couldn't stop to talk about my nigga Cam, bruh. Cam, bruh. They, they chucked up the deuces to that nigga, bruh. They said, hey. And that's just so crazy, too, to me. Again, the, the pressures of being a black athlete in the NFL. Like, especially a quarterback. It's like, Cam, you just won the league MVP a few years ago, bruh. Took your team to a Super Bowl. And they're like, bye. Aaron Rodgers ain't won a Super Bowl since 2011. You know, and granted, he won it. So that, that makes a difference. That definitely makes a difference. But it's like, and also, too, you know, I've always said this about Cam. Cam's a great quarterback, but I don't think he's a prototype quarterback like that. Like, he's not good from the pocket to me, and there's other little things that I feel like he could be a lot better better with. There are certain throws that I feel like he can't make, and for having a fucking cannon like he is, has, it's like, it doesn't make no sense why you can't make any fucking throw on the field. But, uh, but also, too, I feel like a lot of teams don't use him. You know, Carolina don't use him the way that they should use him. He takes a lot of extra punishment that he don't need or don't need to be taken, running him all the time. And it's like, yeah, man, if you run your quarterback damn near as much as you run your fucking running back, yes, he's going to get hurt. <laughs> like, yes, I know he's a big motherfucker, and you're like, oh, he could take, but, bro, he's a quarterback. And, no, we he's important to the team. Don't have this nigga running like that, bro. And also, too, in regards to how refs call the shit, like, yes, if Cam Newton is running towards and he gets smacked, niggas is like, uh, but you hit Tom Brady or fucking Drew Brees or somebody like that. Oh, flag, flag, flag. It's like, these niggas is grown-ass men, too. They got fucking jerk. They got pads on, too. They can run motherfuckers over, too. How many times have you seen quarterbacks that you didn't think, even Patrick Mahomes, I've seen niggas like, you think, like, oh, they about to go down or something, and at the end of that shit, they, uh, lower that shoulder, nigga, and put your ass on sports center. I ain't trying to do that. I'm going to light your ass up every time. So it's just like I don't I don't even like how they officiate the rules when it comes to him. But And also, I don't know about y'all like out there. Does it feel weird that we picked up a, another black quarterback? Now, again, Teddy Bridgewater is a great quarterback, but it almost felt like it was like a – publicity thing like all right man we about to get rid of our black quarterback we need to replace him with another black quarterback so the crowd is like okay with it you know what i mean because we get rid of this black quarterback that used to be an mvp and replace him with this nobody ass white dude this might this might shake up some things 
But if we replace him with another black dude, what can you really say, crowd? So it's like, I get, I get what you doing, Carolina. I see what the fuck you doing. But if Teddy Bridgewater come in there and eat, then, hey, it's all good. But, like, before in Carolina, like, I was trying to tell the homies, uh, I had a couple homies on uh, Hoop Nation that we talked football about, and I told them, it's just like, yeah, man, Cam won that MVP because of the defense. And that's why Carolina's been ass ever since, <laughs> like, because Luke Keekley's now gone, Josh Norman's gone, Davis is gone, all the motherfuckers you had on that defense that was monsters, that was making Cam's job look easy as fuck, they're now gone. And now it's like, oh, shit, we ain't getting pick sixes. We ain't starting the game off. I ain't getting the ball where I'm just on our 20 and I got to fucking do two or three plays and I'm in the paint. <laughs> like, yeah, the defense makes a world of a fucking difference. And, again, and being that Cam don't have a lot of weapons like that, yeah, man, the defense makes a huge difference. So at Adam, you look mediocre, and being that you don't have a lot of weapons, it just this all around us looks bad, man. So wherever Cam gets picked up by, I hope you eat. I hope you show these niggas that, hey, you traded the wrong motherfucking person, and I hope you get off, man. I just hope it ain't against the fucking Panthers, bro. Just don't 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 come to Carolina showing the fuck out, like having seven, eight touchdowns type shit. I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm going to be pissed. Don't do that. And especially if you didn't do it while you were here in Carolina. Don't don't leave and get better, nigga. Nah, nah, hell nah. But, yeah, man. So, like I said, bro, that was just, like, some quick things about the NFL, man. I just wanted to talk about it. And, and it's also, like I said, I just don't know when the season's going to start. And... So it's, like, hard to be to get excited because I don't know when the shit's coming back and when it is, but when it does start back up, best believe niggas is going to be at the games and niggas going to be fucking with it. And there's a couple other people that I wanted to touch on and talk about, but they asked, so I was kind of like, uh, you know, like Rivers, for example, like Phillip Rivers, he went to Indy. Again, I was just like, it's Phillip Rivers, nigga. Like, you should be retiring soon, bro. Your opportunity that you had to win championships 2008, 2007, those years, y'all niggas had LT, you had Sean Merriman, y'all niggas was hard, and you didn't win shit. Get the fuck out of here, bro. And niggas that they drafted before, when they drafted Drew Brees to the fucking Chargers, that nigga left to an ass team and has won a Super Bowl before you have, bro. You ain't even been to one. So, again, Phillip, you nice, you cool, you you a little above average to me. That's how I rate Phillip Rivers, like... You're not great, but you're not you're not Andy Dalton. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> you ain't that nigga. But you also you ain't you ain't Tom or Aaron or Drew either. So it's like, ah, oh, you kinda in that middle spot. And again, I don't know how that's gonna work out for them. I think, you know, maybe him and T Y, you know, they might link up and do some shit, but overall I just don't see him doing much and I see in the next year or two his ass retiring just Go ahead and get you up out of here, bro. And that kind of sucks, too. A lot of these players, like, they want to, like, retire, but they're, like, being forced out of their shit, so they can't retire. So they're like, nah, I still got something left in the tank. And it's like, nah, you 40, you rich. Like, go sit your ass down somewhere for one of these 21, 22-year-old niggas hit you and kill your ass, nigga. Sit your old ass down, your unathletic ass down somewhere, bro. Like, god damn, man. So, so yeah, bro. So that was just the shit I had to just talk about with the NFL, bro. We got some more shit to talk about, y'all. Some kind of some more conspiracy shit now. This is this is just my thoughts and opinions on shit. But before we get into that, we're gonna pay some bills real quick and we'll be right back. So well wash your hands, wash your feet, wash your hands and all that. Come back and fuck with us. We'll be right back. We're just gonna pay these bills. <laughs> 
Yo, what's goody mob, man? We are back with the Homies Podcast, bro. And uh wanted to talk real quick and real briefly, because I know y'all shit, y'all news and everything's just been flooded with this goddamn coronavirus shit. That's the only thing that's going on in the news right now. But, you know your boy on some black conspiracy theorist type, don't trust the government type shit. I'm on some shit like, all right, bro, what else is going on during this motherfucker, bro? So... There's one little thing that's been popping off that I, I noticed, because, you know, like I said on previous shows, we I fuck with stocks and shit like that. So I'm reading Business Insider and Wall Street Journal, shit like that. So it was this article I saw a month or so ago that was titled The Exodus of the CEOs of 2020. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So it seems like for the past few months and literally for the in the past year, 1,300 CEOs and executives that stepped down. And in the past few months, shit, the most, I think it was January or February, the most CEOs in history stepped down. So right now it's showing like in the last, in this year, like 219 CEOs have stepped down. And we're talking companies like Microsoft, Disney, Salesforce, like big ass motherfucking companies uh the the owner was name Mandy from the the CEO of um Tinder and all that bullshit all these fucking people stepped down bro so it got me on some weird shit like all right why did y'all step down and what the fuck is going on so i'm looking at it on that Jeff Epstein shit so let's go back so if any of y'all don't forget, don't remember this nigga Jeff Epstein was the motherfucker that was this private banker type motherfucker, you know, just know a bunch of rich, powerful motherfuckers. And this nigga got an island. So supposedly on this island, this nigga would fly other rich, powerful people out, fucking president, celebrities, all types of other people, other politicians. And niggas would do all types of weird, rapey type shit to kids and all types of fucking weird, weirdo fucking shit. So this nigga gets locked up. And he basically is like, yeah, I'm a snitch on all these niggas that came to my island, telling all these niggas. So supposedly in jail, he tried to commit suicide on himself. So they put him in this separate ward where there are no cameras. There's not too many witnesses, not too many people around. And that they said when you're in on suicide watch that he committed suicide, which is fucking retarded because... My dad worked at a maximum security prison for about three or four years right after he got out of the military. And he worked in one of these sections of the prison. And he was just like, yeah, bro, that's like literally impossible. Like, they make sure they nail everything. There's, there's no sheets that you can hang yourself with. The shit ain't high enough. Like I said, the best possible way that you got is probably getting off your top bunk and jumping head first into the fucking wall. Which, again, there's a fucking person watching close to yourself. So if you even did some loud shit like that, somebody would be by pretty ASAP. So I like to think that the nigga got fucking off by somebody because you know too much powerful shit. You know too, you know too much shit. So he had to get rid of you. So <clears throat> that shit died down for a while. And then this other rich and powerful motherfucker, Harvey Weinstein. So if any of y'all know who Harvey Weinstein is, just go watch any goddamn movie from Knocked Up to fucking 40-Year-Old Virgin. This nigga's produced a shit ton of movies in Hollywood. And um, he gets arrested. 
And for what we supposedly hear, that he got 55 years. And so happens that 55 years got reduced to 23 years. And, you know, come on, people. Like, y'all are fucking smart. Y'all watching the movies. Y'all know. And then you get your sentence reduced by 20, 30 years, nigga. You snitched on somebody. I'm going to give up somebody. I ain't going down this motherfucker by myself. And we also know, too, if you get 23, really probably with good behavior, old nigga going to probably go home in 10 to 12, some shit like that. So he like, yeah, let me cut a deal. I'm rich as fuck. I got a lot of shit to live for. Let me get this shit done and get the fuck up out of here. So I think Harvey dropped the dime on some other niggas. So once again, uh, this shit is circulating now on the internet in certain places that this indictment is coming down, which has already been happening with a lot of people in the royal family. It's been happening at the Vatican. And there's an indictment out right now. Now, again, I don't know if this indictment is true. I don't know if this is a fake shit. I don't know. This is just what I've been hearing through the grapevine. And this indictment is from this uh, case, uh, this company called uh, A AI Organization. Now, y'all can look this shit up. Y'all get in my comment box. Y'all tell me what y'all think. A lot of these CEOs, a lot of these people that have been stepping down, they are part of that indictment. Which would make fucking sense why the motherfuckers are stepping down and trying to remove themselves from the companies. Because, you know, you don't want to see that company backlash as well. CEO get indicted for some weird, rapey, kid, weird shit. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's going to fuck with your company. It's going to fuck with your stock. So they're like, hey, you about to have some heat come down. Y'all need to get you the fuck up out of here. And again, which makes me also feel weird is that a lot of CEOs use the coronavirus as a scapegoat, like, hey, man, the company's been doing that bad. You know, I don't want to deal with this rift through this, you know, this stint. We don't know how long it's going to be, so we're just stepping down right now. But I'm looking at companies like Microsoft and Disney, and I'm like, you niggas can, y'all can survive some shit. Y'all are blue chip companies. Like, y'all can survive a recession for a minute, and y'all just step down? Again, y'all y'all let me know. Am I tripping? Am, am I on some shit? Or is this something behind this fucking thing? These motherfuckers is like, oh, we about to send y'all $1,200 and motherfuckers is happy. Just like during tax season, motherfuckers is happy to get their own goddamn money back. I don't understand that. Like, nigga, that's your shit. <laughs> like, hey, nigga, I'm going to take this. I'm going to give you this little bit of shit back. Like, and that's the same thing that's about to happen. Like, Y'all motherfuckers about to get this $1,200. Some of y'all, which a lot of these people, I don't even think they're going to get this motherfucking $1,200. So, y'all stick around for that. Y'all wait for that. Again, I wouldn't hold my breath for that motherfucking either. And hopefully y'all y'all taking care of yourselves. You being all right and shit. And like I said, man, y'all 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 tell me what y'all think about this shit, man. Because I think it's sketchy as fuck. I don't think all these fucking rich white folks just want to leave their job and they place of power just out of nowhere because of some fucking coronavirus that's going to be probably done and over with by June, July. So, again, man, y'all let me know what you think, bro, and y'all get in my comment box. But, you know, we got to get the fuck up out of here because we got the shit we got to do, and I know y'all got shit to do. So, yeah, thank y'all again for tuning in to the Homies Podcast, man. Please, 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 if you haven't, hit that subscribe button one time for your boy. Go tell your friends. Go tell all your peoples, all your stripper friends, all that. Tell them. Holla at the Homies Podcast, man. And hit that subscribe button. You can find us on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube. All them shit. So if you want to listen to a nigga, if you want to see a nigga, whatever you want to do, tune in, bro. And I appreciate y'all. And we'll be back again with y'all next week. So holla at y'all, the Homies Podcast. Peace.